1: Live from Estopen All-In, it's the Vamos Morados podcast,
0: powered by the state of Louisville.
1: Welcome to the Vamos Morados podcast on the state of Louisville podcast network. I am your host, Zach, and I am not with Bitten this week. Bitten had some family stuff. But that's fine, because I am here with Chris Limmel, Road Dog, Louisville City and Racing Louisville super fan. Chris, how are you doing this week?
2: I'm pretty good. How's it going, man?
1: Pretty good. You you go to a lot of way games, man. I do what I can. <laughs> and also I, I should mention that I mean the most important part is uh captain of our of our old man team.
2: Yes, I mean that that is definitely the most important part. <laughs>
1: I guess up top, where you have social media, where can people find you if they want to?
2: Um, I'm you? on Chris? mainly, I'm on Twitter at SportsBaz and a little bit of Facebook posting when necessary, but yeah. mostly on Twitter. Mostly just yelling at the team on Twitter, uh, yelling at a lot of people on Twitter.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we got we have some games that I really am not looking forward to talking about this week. So I oh. think. More than any week, I definitely, I want to get, let's, let's start with some non-soccer stuff up front. So, so Chris, what, what are you into this week? What have you been drowning the soccer pain with? (laughs) What's a
2: non-soccer thing you found interesting this week? I'm a Jags fan and my Jags beat the Falcons in London and that's what I've been going on. I got to win somewhere. (laughs) Oh yes. I watched the Toy Story version of that game. Oh, that was, that was interesting. (laughs) It worked a little bit for a while. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of amazing. They
1: had to have spent so much money on that. And it is very incredible. And I don't really know who it's for.
2: Well, it's to get kids into the game. It's like last year they did the stuff with the Nickelodeon broadcast. Um, The Nickelodeon broadcast I felt was more polished. Yeah, definitely. Definitely felt like a trial run. But they could definitely do a lot of good with that. Uh, They need to up the tech and use some higher end computers to render everything, but they can definitely do something with it to make it an exciting way to get more kids into sports.
1: Definitely interesting. Uh, yeah, I saw there was only a couple, it, it it really did not like when they went into a huddle. I noticed everybody just started vibrating and, and (laughs) move whenever they got a bunch of players in one spot for
2: the huddle. It also didn't like it when the football bounced. It's just wherever it hit, it stops on the broadcast. (laughs) That was that was cute. There was but, also a
1: couple complete passes that were just completed to no one at all.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's hard to render that much in yeah. in that kind of time. There's only about a one minute delay. So, yeah. What have you been up to to drown the sorrows?
1: So I am all in on the spooky season. It's finally October. I am I am stoked. We had we had so much fun with our daughter, like trick or treating last year. That was the first year she was old enough to go. So, oh. looking forward to that. I have I put myself together a fifteen movie spooky season watch list that I'm I'm gonna go through this month. Uh, we already already ticked the first one off the box, which was Monster Squad. Okay. Have you seen Monster Squad? I have not. Monster Squad's great. It's a uh, it's a very very eighties movie.
2: Oh, it's uh, perfect.
1: It's a bunch of kids in Tree House who got a club, and then all of the old Universal monsters, the uh, Dracula, Swamp Thing mummy frankenstein and and wolfman it's kind of confusing what they're, they're trying to vaguely take over the world there's an amulet it whatever so the kids got to stop them it's great you don't need a good plot you just need to have fun yeah <laughs> they kick the wolfman in the balls oh my uh, gosh and and it and it succeeds uh and they <laughs> they're like whoa dude you kick wolfman in the nards <laughs> uh i think Weird little bit of trivia. I think it is Shane Black, the the, the movie writer. Uh, he did, like, Iron Man 2 and and a bunch of, like, crime movies. It's his first,
2: like, writing credit. It's <laughs> his Monster well, Squad. I mean, that's something I'd need to check out then. I really like Shane Black, so. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's, that, it, it's Shane Black's first movie. There's, like, a little bit of Shane Black humor in there. Uh, it's, it's also great. It's the 80s when you could just, like puss a bunch and it gets movie
2: (laughs) there's a lot yeah Uh, i mean it's a good one i mean it was the 80s it was the 80s it's a
1: different time all right i want to further put off talking about these games i think i think we're going to talk about you for a little bit chris we're going to give you the the spotlight i want i want to know uh how did you how did you start following louisville city and and racing that how did you get into the The teams were you were you into soccer before was were were these like your first big soccer teams?
2: I grew up playing soccer poorly and um, I had an Eric Winalda and a Mia Hamm poster in my bedroom. So I I was into soccer and then I, I got away from it as I stopped playing. But I tried to keep up with occasionally. I'd watch college soccer, watch men's national team. And then, of course, when the women's national team got really good, that was just awesome to watch. And from that point on, it was like spotty. I'd watch it when I could. And then I started watching some Premier League soccer, which I don't remember how I got into Man City, but I got into Man City before they were good. Which is a running theme with all of my sports teams. I watched generally end up with teams well, okay. that Before good they were good in the modern era? Yes, yes. Before yeah. the oil money. Yeah. So, and then once Louisville City came to town, it was, a few things happened. So, my work was folding the brochure that was being sent out to people talking about the retractable pitcher's mound at Slugger. Oh. And then my brother-in-law and I were talking about We'd heard about it. We're like, well, we gotta go to this first game. And we were hooked on Louisville City at that point. Nice. So that was Day just one.
1: I uh I have a beautiful. confession. Uh my childhood bedroom wall soccer poster was Alexi Lawless, and I've grown to regret it. Ah! As a kid what back in the 90s that was a good pick. He had the beard, he seemed cool. <laughs> it turns hey, out
2: he was not as cool as I thought he was. Hey, you were a kid, you had somebody that that kept you interested in the game.
1: I had I had a Lexi Lawless poster and then for some reason like a uh I think it was like a New York Cosmos like vintage like pin it, the oh. triangle thing. Uh Yeah, th- those were my two my two soccer things. That is uh, awesome. <laughs> so I, I mentioned up top, but you're you're a fairly you get out on the road a lot for the team. When did that start? Did, did you start making the road trips season one or did that is that a thing that came later?
2: It came later. So season one, we didn't get season tickets. Um, We made most of the games, but I had uh, my other brother in law. His girlfriend had season tickets and they rarely made it. So we ended up going to a lot that way. From season two on, we had our tickets. Um, we started really hitting away games in 2018. That's where we really started trying to hit some more things freed up and, but we, we tried to travel around and we, we just, it was a lot of fun to go to them. And so, so we tried to keep adding more and more every year we could go to. And then we started planning our entire vacations around soccer. Nice.
1: Yeah. I'm a bad away fan. I've only been to the easy away games. I guess the. Um, I went to the Open Cup game in Chicago. That's like the furthest I've gone for away
2: game. Other than that, it's been ending and, yeah, since the, the easy trips. Well, I mean, you make the games you can. Yeah. It, it doesn't make you a bad away fan. It just means you're a fan who has a life.
1: <laughs> a fan who has
2: a daughter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that, take, that takes time.
1: Ah, uh, how many have, have you done this season? Because, I mean, like, I follow you on Twitter. It It feels like most of them. You won't make me go back and count all this. Yes, that's what the uh, people want to know. You gotta, you gotta establish your credit.
2: Uh, Alright, hold on. I gotta go back and count. Let's see. That's two, <laughs> uh, three, you know, four, because I just saw Birmingham. Um uh, Birmingham's been on my list. Birmingham's yes. interesting. It's one I'd like to see. Uh seven, eight, nine. Woo. Uh 10 with the open cup like 10 or 10
1: or 11. So I more think it's
2: more than it's 10 or it's 10 or 11 this I year think right you, now. You've been
1: to, you've been to more away games than several players. This season.
2: <laughs> that is true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, that uh, is true. Uh, what's, what has been your favorite away day? What, what's the best, what was the best away, that
2: uh, location? Oh God. I mean, now, do you mean best, is in, like, best experience for us, or the most exciting, or...
1: Yeah, so, not necessarily the best game, but the best place to go, best away place to go see a game. Like, city and stadium, the whole
2: thing. Um, Anywhere that's not Memphis to start. <laughs> well, you've already answered the second, que- the follow-up question, oh. which is the worst. <laughs> well, Memphis, Memphis isn't the worst worst, and I'll get to that. Memphis is just bad because... The city, it's not in the best area of the city. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I really enjoy going to Birmingham. Uh, It's been a lot of fun every time we went down there. This year, their tailgaters were kind of hidden, so we didn't get to hang out with them. But last year when we went down there, we went down there with Benton, and their coach dropped off beers at their tailgate. Oh, yes, so, I remember that. So, I, I mean, it's just, Birmingham. Every time we go down there, we have a good time. Win or lose, no one's no one's got an attitude. You get a little bit of friendly, yeah, back and forth. But you want everyone's some friendly back and forth. But you
1: don't want you don't want people howling it away, fans on their way out of the stadium.
2: No, no, you don't. And you don't want people taunting players and stuff after a game. And it, Birmingham's <laughs> always been pretty good.
1: Yeah, my that... view of it is like. When it's on the flip side of that, when it's a home game, it's like, those are people that bought tickets to a game here and (laughs) helped, helped helped increase our sales. So I'm happy that they're here. I don't want to berate them into not ever coming back.
2: Yeah. And and it's, and and as long as they don't cause problems, you know, hey, come hang out. We'll party with you before the game and party with you after the game. So at that point, it's the game's over. There's no, there's no animosity. So but uh, yeah, Birmingham I'd say is probably my favorite away day week and and we make that every year now. And that's one it's...
1: that that's one that's on my list of like away days I want to make. I want to make a
2: Birmingham game and I'd like to make a Detroit game at some point. Um you should also try and add a Memphis game yeah. just so you get the experience. Watch where you park.
1: I mean, of of all the away trips, that's like that's one of the more reasonable lengths of trip too. It's you can drive to Memphis, not Memph- too too Mem- bad.
2: Memphis, Birmingham, and Pitt are all about six hours, so yeah. they're
1: all doable. Yeah, About so. a little, maybe just a little further than Chicago, which I've done. So,
2: yeah, yeah, um, and now now as far as racing, see, I've been to a racing away game now too. Oh yeah. Didn't and you make a
1: racing game on the same trip as a city game?
2: Yeah. 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 We, because they moved the game day one day. At, Cause it was supposed to be played on the same Friday as a city game. But as soon as they moved it to a Saturday, we are like, all right, we can make the game. And it was, uh, all I'm saying is I'm glad Casey's getting their own stadium away from the men's Bad. team there because yeah, we was, didn't mention racing teams, but like,
1: uh, the, the, as soon as they get that stadium built, that's my that's my racing away day.
2: <laughs> that that'll be good because the current stadium, there's no banners up. There's nothing to even tell you it's anything about the women's team, and that's a problem. But yeah, I mean, like I said, Birmingham definitely is good. Um, Charleston's not bad. Uh, the fans are pretty cool. Um, I will
1: say I've not seen racing play there cuz this was before racing existed. Spirit, the stadium, oh I forget the name of the stadium. DC United's stadium in Downtown. Audi. Uh, Audi Field. Yeah. A a a, a, uh, a spirit game at Audi is definitely would definitely be a good away day. Away day cuz that's a
2: very nice stadium. It reminds wow. me of Lynn a lot. It's like a very similar It's it's, it's um it's uh what do you call it? Not just taller, it's more it's taller or, and it, it, narrower. It's, it's it's it feels like
1: Lynn with an extra tier. Uh, it, it's and it feels like
2: steeper seating, too. Yeah,
1: a little bit steeper, but that's a that's a very fun away day. Uh, it's in a good spot of town. It it's, was you can not walk a fun walk away subway day. from there. It's not,
2: it's it's a decent walk, but it's not too, too bad. The one game I've been there, it was not a fun away day. Oof, <laughs> because that was when Loudon beat us 4 0 there.
1: Oh, I forgot Loudon ever played it out. Yeah.
2: That was right while they were still building Segra. Yeah. So, but it's a beautiful stadium. It is. I mean, they, they do, they have a good stadium down in DC. Yeah. So.
1: Well, and DC is like fun. T- it's a fun away. Like that's a good one to plan a weekend trip to Cause that's a fun, you got the Smithsonian there, which is like, it's also, you know, the stadium's not super far away from the Smithsonian. A lot of stuff you'd be seeing in downtown DC. So Right.
2: yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really good away trip. You can walk downtown DC at night. It's really not bad. Um, we did that after that game. So it, that Loudon's actually not a bad away day either. They don't have a large fan base, but their cheering section is very loud, and they're all really cool people. I've I've been there a few times and had a blast hanging with them every time.
1: I'm a big fan of their "Loud and United" poster. I think that's a very good. It's a that's a very good
2: slogan. Y- yes. A good former slogan, I guess. <laughs> Since now they're well, not, the banner was still up on the on the feed this year. They're not officially connected to him anymore, are they? Or no, they, but
1: but it still works because yeah, the fan section is loud and united.
2: So, but yeah, yeah they're not they're cool. not
1: officially associated with. I don't know exactly. I don't know if they have like a informal partnership now. I don't know exactly the details of how that breakup went,
2: but. Well, I knew they happened to because of the MLS next pro rules and all that, they would have either had to drop down or they had to play the USL. They had to separate Good on them for staying. Yeah. Also their fans were really, really happy to get separated. They weren't a big fan of the DC.
1: Yeah. Ah, so. All right. All right. We're a, we're, we are, we are of the same age. So I'm confident that you will get this very weird question that's coming up next. Uh, so if you could space jam the talent away from one city or racing player to help us win our old man league, which, which
2: player would it be? Current city or racing player? Yeah. Current. All right. So current city player say with our problems and where I think it would help, <laughs> uh, j- uh, g- give me. G- now keep mean, give in me-
0: mind
1: that you've seen space jam, so they will lose the talent to us. So we're, we're losing we're losing whichever player you steal it from.
2: It's the flip side of this, okay, um, still give me Cameron Lancaster okay. we get we get that kind of finishing in the middle, yeah, there we go um and and, and if you want to take it from a racing player, um just j- just give me Jalen, but at the same time, um, she's probably gonna cause some problems because they're not going to like the level of physicality that brings to our games.
1: i say, I think, I feel like if we, if we steal uh, Jalen's
2: powers, we're getting immediately thrown out of the game. Yeah. After we win it, <laughs> you know, all right, m- maybe take, maybe take Lauren because we like, we do like I, to attack out of the safe, back. Yeah. That gives us a killer attacker out of the back. And also someone who's going to get us in trouble with physical hits, um, but still. <laughs> i mean let's be honest we could just add basically any of them
1: I, i'm to say i think i think any any player we win the season uh <sighs> I we gotta we just gotta convince one of the retired players to come join us we gotta i've been trying i've been i've been trying to get george davis I've, I've been i've been trying to sell him like hey man have you seen bad bad news bears like do you want to be You can take as many shots as you want. You can take 50 shots a game. It's all the ball is yours. We are just there to help.
2: Well, if we're going to go that far, we may as well get the other guys that are retired that used to play in our league. Yes. (laughs) Throw Luke on that team. Get James O'Connor out there playing too.
1: I do think if we, if we take like three or four of them, but they the rest of the team has to be us. It's probably pretty competitive still. We probably uh, hold them back just enough to keep it from being getting out
2: of hand. We ah. put those three on the front line, and the rest of it just say we never cross mid. We never cross midfield, <laughs> and, and they take care of it alone. Oh boy,
1: ah. Chris, I think we have to actually talk about games now. I'm sorry.
2: Oh no, I'm
1: sorry. I brought you on to uh, on the bad week. where We got to talk about the bad games. Ah. So we've been going in order that the games happen. So we're gonna start with the uh, the racing in Chicago game. Uh, now you were you were at New Mexico, so you probably did you get a chance to see any of this live? I, have, pretty, I think I it was only like an al- like a half hour between kickoffs, something like that.
2: I did not watch it live. I've seen some clips.
1: Yeah. Uh, the clips, I think, tell the story of this one. Uh, so I'll, I'll give high level recap. 1-0 loss on the road. Again, they absolutely needed to win if they wanted to realistically make the playoffs. Uh, uh, Chicago, at the time they played, was the uh, lowest team in the table. Uh, they are no longer because we gave them a win. City came out strong. That the first half hour or so of that that game, it was mostly or not not city racing. Racing came out strong. It was mostly racing on the front foot for like the first half hour. But something I noted at the time, they had a shot hit the crossbar, they had a couple good-looking shots, but everything was from, like, 30 yards out. They they were doing a very good job getting it into the final third, and then every shot they had, even the ones that looked pretty good, were from outside the box pretty deep, which concerned me. Like, we we got very close to hitting a few of those, but they were not creating a lot of what I would call good chances. They were just taking really good shots on okay chances. Uh I, yeah. I feel a lot
2: of that does have to do with the, uh with the midfield not having two out of three of its starters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't mention it, but Jalen's still out on injury and an Ari also missed this game. I didn't With I guess she, did she get a knock too? I didn't, I didn't actually see the reason listed for her, but
2: I thought she was listed as injury, but uh, I don't have it up right now. So uh, yeah, that, that really
1: hurts them creatively. Also, I, it was another game uh, with Nadia and Davis up top where Nadia was in the center and Davis was outright. And just that, that lineup has never really looked good for me. I, I feel like it's like a Davis or Nadia on the field or play two up top, but playing like the four through three, uh, I just don't think Davis works as good out on the wing as she does up top. I, I think the team has looked better when they've started Davis Davis and then sub Nadia on like midway through the game.
2: And I've also, I know Nadia is technically a center forward, yeah. but she really, the the way her game works and the way she can move, She's almost like a, a false nine that just always is played there. And with Davis out there, can't really work that lineup properly. Yeah.
1: So that, I, yeah, that, I did not love the lineup. I mean, I, two players being out on injury, you, you can't help. But yeah, I don't I don't think that was the best top three they could have gone with. I, I think you could have maybe played that out a little different.
2: Uh, maybe. Maybe start Davis in the middle, put Tembi out there, um, let her wear him down that way. And then sub in Nadia as the team's getting a little bit slower on the other defensive end and let her just feast.
1: Yeah, because the team is still pretty deep on the wing. So you have really no, no lack of players that can play out there. Um, Yeah. And then uh, (laughs) I'll note that. This game marked that's uh, an eight game winless streak on road games in oh. in league games. So they they did get the one road win in the open cup in that time period, but as far as league games go, that's eight in a row with no wins, which is just like you're not going to be able to make the playoffs like that
2: with the streaks like that going on. No, you got to get some road wins in there and I don't know, this team felt like a team that way underperformed what it could do.
1: Yeah, especially seeing what All the players that went to the World Cup did on their individual uh, national teams. It really felt like the ceiling was much higher than what it looks like the team's going to finish now.
2: Yeah, definitely did. I
1: I will, uh, I'll say they are, so mathematically they are not eliminated from the playoffs. But with this loss, I think they are realistically eliminated. It It would be a weird series of results required for them to make the playoffs at this point. Uh, cause they're yeah. going to have to beat Orlando at home and then San Diego on the road at a minimum. And then they also need several other, uh, results to break their way if they're, if they want to sneak into that
2: last playoff spot. Right. I, it, it's one of those, I'm going to keep hoping, Yeah. but it, it is very, very unlikely.
1: No. Uh, and, uh, I think the the more concerning thing it's probably more likely at this point that they finish last than playoff because they're only, I believe, two points out of last place right now. Uh, yeah. So it's still very much on the table if if they are unable to get points out of these last two games, they very well will probably be last.
2: Two points out of last place, but we're still in tenth out of twelve right now. Yeah. We are still above Chicago because of goal differential. Right?
1: I believe tied, but yeah, but tied with Chicago in points, but behind goal differential,
2: so. But Chicago yeah, has
1: been heating up. It Chicago is probably getting points out of these last two games. Uh, Chicago
2: <laughs> is the only is one of only two teams in the league though to give up over 30 goals and they've given up 41. And that you hurts give up us any that we last could, week, though. That's what hurts is that, that the yeah. worst defense in the league and we couldn't put a goal.
1: Yeah. Uh Do we want to complain about VAR? I don't really I don't think I got it in me. I, I think I think they did a good enough job losing on their own that I'm not really mad about about any officiating
2: stuff. If you lose 1-0 and it's not a blatant yeah. thing that would have saved you...
1: I will complain just about, I don't know, just about amateur stuff in the league. That first VAR review on the, on the offsides, they spent, because you get to see the live feed of what they're looking at, they spent like three quarters of the time looking at the wrong play.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh-huh. That doesn't shock me though. With it, the, with it was the a refereeing. weird
1: sequence. So if you didn't see it live, you might not have caught it. But so Chicago had an attacking sequence. I think it's St. George. She she scored the goal. She was offside, but Lund came out and got to the pass before her. And so it was never called. And then we played it out the back and then immediately gave it up in midfield. And then that was the sequence that, was, that led to the goal. That actually was onside. That one was they don't have the line thing that you have in the premier league, but it it happened right on the cut of the grass. So you could see that she was kept offside Just or she was kept on side just barely. So that it was the correct call there, but it was, yeah, they, they did spend three quarters of the time looking at the play before, which was not reviewable. I don't think at that point.
2: No, once it's changed possession at all, you can't review. Uh,
1: so that, that was weird. Also on that second Var reviewing the penalty kick call that they reversed it was very weird because they had they had four different camera shots of it and all four were from the same angle so none of the four really offered anything that that any of the other one didn't it's like it's nice to have four cameras you should probably set them up in different parts of the stadium so that when you review things you can look at stuff from the other side
2: yeah i thought they were supposed to have that going on yeah
1: i think it might it, it was weird all four were like over the back of the shoulder, you couldn't really see the play well. Um, that one, I think, was like a fifty-fifty thing. I, I'm not. I, I think that could have gone either way. It's because there was not a good view angle of it. You really could not tell who got to that ball first. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, all right. But I don't know. That, that's all I had. Did you have anything on this game? I want to move on. I don't I think mean... we're making the playoffs anymore. I'm. I'm sad.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep good hope, and that's what I got. But I will say there were, I feel like, some high points in the game from individual standpoints. Um, I felt like, Pickyopsa actually had a really good game.
1: He did that. She is the one who had the shot to hit the crossbar, which, like, I am fine with your defensive midfielder hitting those from that deep. Uh. That that's that's the sort sort of shots that a player in her position should be taking. I just other players should have been getting shots in the box. But yeah, she she kicked the
2: crap out of that ball. Yeah, I mean she she is a tough, tough player, and she has a powerful shot. Um and from the clips I saw and everything, I felt like both of our outside backs did a really good job with what they could do. Um Yeah. Um
1: I mean a really good corner uh from Pickett where there was just no
2: one to put it away. I mean, I, and, and I think Pickett last season to this season, it says a lot about where our issues are as a team right now. She went from last year was the assist leader in the NWSL. Yep. And this year, we're still not scoring goals. So she's still putting the ball where it belongs. We're just not able to finish those. Yep. So maybe it, Basically, other than
1: Ersig, who's, who was on the team with her last year. Uh, she's been the main beneficiary of a lot of those corners. Yeah, so definitely I better on set pieces this year, though, because the first two seasons could not buy a goal on a set piece. So uh, at least they're scoring sometimes on corners. That's still a lot of room for improvement there.
2: Yeah, but we had a lot of new faces, and I think that kind of comes with the territory of having an almost entirely new team every year.
1: Yeah, I think we should at least have a decent amount of continuity this season, um, which which will help next year. Agreed. Uh, and uh, like I said, they're still not eliminated. Technically, they, they, they absolutely have to win the last two now, though. There is there is no there's no world where they make it in the playoffs without six points out of these last two. So big no, game they... coming up, this is my segue, which means big, huge game coming up this Friday uh, at uh, at home against Orlando.
2: And I'm depressed. I have to miss it because I have to work second shift.
1: Ah, brutal.
2: But my niece, who's in the academy, gets to go instead. So okay, that'll be good. And she's louder than I am.
1: Also, not to uh, people should be on the watch out for the uh, the player of the game award. I think I think someone real cool might be giving it away. That's, that's all I'm going to say it's not me huh. i should point out it's not me
2: <laughs> oh, oh okay so, so i thought maybe you're tooting your own horn a little bit there
1: hey i'm not cool someone cooler someone much much cooler than me all right i think this is a good time Eddie, to maybe uh pay some bills cut to some ads we'll be back in a little bit we'll uh we'll cover this little city game which i think i think we're both more angry about oh yes so we'll you'll have some good good angry zach and chris in the second so we'll see you guys later Welcome back to Vamos Muradas. I am still Zach. I am still here with my buddy Chris, and uh, I think we're gonna get real angry now. Think uh, New Mexico versus Louisville City on the road in New Mexico. You were there, I I guess. First up, up top, what was your view like in the stadium? Because I got to tell you, our view on the TV was not good.
2: Um. Okay, so because of their stadium being or their field being tilted at a weird angle, it means there's no such thing as a good view. Yeah, but we were uh, right at midfield about four rows back. So it was high enough that you could see better because the front row would have been too close to the wall and you can't see anything. So we had a very, very good view of the field. It just it creates weird angles when you're trying to see something like offside.
1: The view we had on the broadcast was, I think, as if someone was standing on the sideline and held a camera above their head. It felt like we were about maybe ten feet off the ground. <laughs> it is it is the levelest view of a soccer game I've seen on TV. Uh
2: well, like the stadium view they were showing uh was shot through the baseball netting. <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough.
1: Uh yeah, I guess. It looks like so they have their field set up in the outfield, which is different
2: than the way we used to have it at Slugger, because I guess they don't have a retractable mound like we did. They do not, because they were not one of there's only five stadiums worldwide that have that. Um, All of them were designed here in Louisville.
1: Yeah, I know where they can get a deal on a used one if they need it.
2: Right. Um, (laughs) Now, it is funny. We have played at a pitch where they have that mound. Uh, that they bought from us that's at El Paso Mm. but I was actually uh, wait you might have
1: the actual answer to this is is the retractable retractable mound still at Slugger or did we sell it I believe it's still there okay Uh, so the same design not literally the
2: same one right yeah but so they they have but New Mexico had to angle their pitch because the minor league baseball team was annoyed that they had to keep rebuilding their pitcher's mound. So they made them angle it. So <laughs> oh, they, they didn't have the, the
1: jacks. They just, had to,
2: they just had to demolish it every time. Yeah. And
1: they got grumpy. They're working on their own stadium though, right? That's in the that's in the cards. They talked about it on the broadcast a little bit.
2: So from what I was hearing when I was there, that the proposal was officially going to be going through their city council and everything yesterday. Yeah. So hopefully they've got it. They're thinking it'll be about two years till they get it built.
1: That'd be nice. They deserve it. Because they have, like... They always... They support the team really well. They deserve
2: to have a nice stadium. Yeah, I mean, they had 11,000 there against us. And they were complaining it was going to be a uh, bad day. Because they had other stuff going on. Yeah. So.
1: Ah. All right. We've avoided it. So, 2 nothing loss on the road. Uh, finish the game 9 on 11. The the other way. The,
0: <laughs> finish the game. Yeah.
1: We had 11. They had 9. Uh, I was going to... My biggest note... Not only was it a 2-0 loss up two pe- up two players by the end of the game. Really, should have been a 3-0 loss if not for like a very very close offsides call that I I they very very easily could have gone the other way. And that was when they had nine players. They just about scored on us down two players.
2: Yeah, yes they did. That was I mean they scored on us down a player for the yeah, second Yeah, scored goal, on us down so... a player.
1: First goal it was even. Second goal they scored down a player and then they very nearly had that third goal down two
2: players. Their first goal reminded me heavily of the goals we gave up against Miami.
0: Yeah.
2: the We just could not get a ball to get out of that box. And then one person just completely whiffed on an assignment. Yeah. So.
1: And then uh, I was going to note, so I, watching it live, I watched the racing game first and then flipped over to the city game. After that closed up, I didn't even notice that New Mexico was playing down a player. Because when I flipped to it, it was still a... Like, it, it was 1-0 at that point and looked like an even game. Like, New Mexico was attacking... you, Unless you read the little thing up in the corner of the screen that said they were down a player, you would not have noticed it from the
2: way the game was going. Even when they went down two, it didn't really look like they were down any.
1: Yeah. Um. So... I mean, so city is not in the playoff hunt like racing is. So really, the only thing on the line is that they're probably they're either going to be fourth or fifth, essentially. Um, but that's a but big Man, deal. you don't want to be finishing out the season like this.
2: And that's a home. That's the difference in playing at home or playing away for your playoff game too. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's essentially it's one at least one home game if you get that fourth spot. I didn't actually see what Memphis did, but
2: they I think lost. They're... They lost to Birmingham, so they're tied with us, but they have a some point on goal differential.
1: Okay, so I mean it's coming down to the wire, but yeah, they're and they're they have a pretty comfortable lead on goal, goal differential too. It's they they have they're plus five, we're minus two. Which, yeah. man, I keep meaning to look this up in between recording, but for sure, Louisville City's never had a negative goal differential for a season. No. That is no, definitely, definitely. going to be a first if that holds. Yeah, we just can't put the ball in the net. Yeah. And I feel like most of that is on the offense. I think for Louisville City, they've had a, I mean, they've gotten a lot of clean sheets this season. I think they have had a, ser- a perfectly serviceable defense.
2: It's been the attack that has really killed them this season. And I feel our defense hasn't put up as good of numbers as it has historically. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is. When the offense turns the ball over, suddenly you're getting in those counter situations more often.
1: Yeah. And they, the defense has not put up the numbers that some of like Louisville City's better defenses have, have had, but like uh, it's, it's also not the worst defensive year they've ever had. Um, it, it's like if, by Louisville City standards, it's like a fairly average defensive year for the team. Uh, um, statistically, I, I, they've had, it's, it's very weird in that. They've they've had a lot of clean sheets, but they've also had games where they gave up <laughs> eight goals in two games. So that that offsets it. But I feel like on the whole uh it's been a, it when I look at it it's the offense that strikes me as way different than past years. Yes. They, they've never had an offense that could had this much trouble scoring.
2: And and part of what I saw was the same problem we we've had for I don't know what it is. When we get down in a game, it's not just this year. It's been, as a City fan, I've been watching the whole thing. It's, oh, we're down. So that means we got to drive to the corner as quick as we can and just chip it over into the middle of the box without looking. Yeah. And we, I mean, back in the day when we had Luke Spencer, that at least gave you a shot because he was a mastermind with the ball in the air. Yeah. we don't have those guys right now. And we've got to figure out a system that works differently.
1: And it feels like this year, the whole offense has just been like, OMB do something. <laughs> like It well, looks, it looks kind of like what our plan was for our old man team, which is just like get a yeah. good player and just kick it to him and let him
2: do, do, let him go to work. I mean, when Dylan comes in, he always provides some kind of spark.
1: Yeah. And, and he and had... Ben were talking about this last week is I, I feel like Dylan should be getting more time than he's getting because he has been a very good offensive spark. Every time he's come in for, for this past month.
2: Agreed. And it's not just, he provides the spark and he can just flat. If he gets the ball right outside the box, he can, he can make put it in. <laughs> he's got that. He's got that skill. Yeah. Um,
1: and he's a good distributor. Uh, yeah, the, when they're you mentioned just taking it to the sides and drilling it in, but he is very good at creating from the top of the box and those three passes. Uh So, I don't know, how, how many games? So we is it three left for City?
2: Two, two, two. We got Hartford and then Tampa. So, yeah. I,
1: gotta win that hartford game that's like an absolute if if
2: i want to feel okay about the playoffs we can't be dropping points to hartford no we gotta beat hartford and we i mean realistically we need to beat tampa it's at our house they beat us earlier i feel like
1: beating tampa is a very it it's good vibes for the playoffs to go out on a win against tampa um I think just spiritually that
2: helps the team. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's Tampa. Yeah. That's the key. You know, if you want to be – if you want to make it in the playoffs in the East right now, you have to be able to deal with Tampa. Yeah.
1: And when we play them in the playoffs, it's going to be on the road. So, if you can't beat them at home, you know, what shot do you have beating them on the road? So, I think, yeah, yeah, I think – uh, man, that, like, you know, they're making the playoffs either way, but really need to look very good in these last two games to have some confidence coming into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, and I, th- I think we need to figure out that offensive identity real fast. But <laughs> I think we also just need raw effort. Um, it, Um I mean, that game looked like no one was really giving 100%. Yeah. It, it was... It was not pretty. And going into half, multiple players were arguing and yelling at each other. There was – that game was just bad in every situation. <sighs> yeah, so bad vibes this week.
1: I, so we had actually – uh, just behind the We had planned on you coming on after the New Mexico game for a while now. So I, I would like to apologize
2: that it wound up being such a such a sour week. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. At least I'm getting to talk about soccer.
1: That's 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 the dream. We all just want to talk about soccer.
2: And I got to say New Mexico was an interesting experience. Most yeah. of the fans most of the fans were pretty cool. Very no one was really rude to us, but there were people there there were a few fans that after the loss as the players were walking out ran over just to taunt our players. Yeah. And I felt that was, that was pretty crass. But.
1: You got 11,000 people in a place. A a lot of them are going to be crap.
2: (laughs) But their supporter group was really cool. Their supporter group before the game ran out and I'd been hanging out a little bit, tailgating some and the head of their supporter group went out and got me a support, one of their supporter group scarves and gave it to me. So that was pretty cool. I mean they bring people, they got loud, they had fun. So
1: Yeah, they're great. I kinda of surprised uh I mean they're a Western conference team, but yeah, that's our first away game there. it's pretty interesting. Uh what uh do you get to do you eat any food while you're out there? I've heard I've heard uh New Mexico is a very good food place. Do you so get any chilies? I-
2: I did not get anything in New Mexico because, ah. on well, well, hold on, hold on. I got a story. So on the way out there, we spent our whole trip traveling across the south and getting there. But on Friday, we stopped at this place in Canatilla, Texas called The Little Diner. Okay. We went there last year when we went to El Paso. And it's 20 minutes outside of El Paso. It is the absolute best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. And I don't think I've had anything that even comes close to comparing to it. It was 100% you stuff yourself and then keep eating more because you don't want to stop good. Um, Fun story. When George W. Bush visited El Paso for something, he heard about the place and went out there. (laughs) that's the thing you get presidents go into this little tiny place and it's i mean is a really little town yeah connected to the little diner is a laundromat that also does alterations on school uniforms for the local kids
1: the what you want to see your ideal setup for a restaurant is you want a tiny hole in the wall Unassuming place with pictures of very famous people on the walls. That's how you know it's good.
2: Oh yeah, and it is absolutely fantastic. So that 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 was the only real food because once we got out to um, Albuquerque, we didn't have time to really eat. We uh, you know, we stayed the night Friday night and Saturday they have a the very large array. It's a radio telescope, and we went out and saw that before the game. So we didn't have time to go with any of the good restaurants or anything but we're going to hopefully at some point go back out there and test the food along with the yeah, soccer I,
1: I have heard that the uh the like the the green and red chili uh dishes are super good and in, in in well in new mexico in general but albuquerque specifically so that's 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 in a way i have when, when wanted to do not i mean new mexico is a cool team but just for the food i just want to go out there to eat
2: one of the people we were tailgating with uh, was telling me that if the food truck was still out there after the game, there's a tamale truck that comes around. Yeah, and it's so good. Now nice, you speak my language. Oh.
1: I'm really so. glad we. I'm glad we've had the taco truck at the stadium this season. That's right. I, I do a lot of complaining about the food uh, at the stadium on, on here, and I, I gotta give props. The food has gotten much better this year. There's there's finally some actual vegetarian stuff, and they got a taco truck that's like. Just permanently there in the sport uh in the the open end. Uh, I I uh props on whoever whoever <laughs> improved things with the food.
2: And that taco truck is fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I have to uh watch what I'm eating if I'm there because I'm going to overeat at that taco truck every time. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Ah. no
1: well, all right we got to uh, we talked about food which is always a, a good a good way to go out uh chris uh, did you have a do you have anything else you wanted to bring up before we close do you want to uh,
2: uh you you gave your socials up top you want to remind the people where they can find you um i'm on twitter at Sportspez, and um you'll, you'll see me talking about way too way too much sports you know you'll get louisville sports you'll get sports from around the world i will be going on about sports all the time i i live sports too much
1: love sport
2: yeah and it's funny because i'm a total nerd outside of it <laughs> but yeah, uh i,
1: I did I, I did i asked if you had a a good mic for recording tonight you were like i got you covered i got my raid mic
2: yeah i used to be a big wow raider just didn't didn't hit it this expansion i mean i it was so I was so into WoW that we, uh, our guild leader, we at one point just decided, you know what? Do you mind if we come up and vacation with you for a week? First <laughs> time I'd ever met him was driving up to New Hampshire to hang out with this guy. Nice. And, it's all
1: about the community in and WoW. Well.
2: And, and, and it was great. And, of course, I, I, most of the people that I really knew I still hang out with otherwise. So we had a whole lot of local players. So... So I still get the geek stuff. I, I mean, I play Dungeons and Dragons too, so I can't say anything to anyone. Nice. But I, I'm just, I'm just ready to see City and Racing win their next two games and just take it from there. Said, that, that's what I am ready for right now.
1: I I need I need more cool season soccer. So if these teams could just keep playing as long as possible, I want to go some games where I need to wear a jacket. I, I I need jacket weather soccer.
2: Yes, yes, you do because you have the jacket. I am ready to show the jacket off.
1: Oh, I can't oh, wait. It's gonna be awesome. All right. For the three games that I can <laughs>
2: maybe four. I little Little City could still get that home game. Hey, uh, and if everything falls right in the playoffs and random people take losses, we could get all home games if random stuff happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know. They get fourth. That's that's four teams below them. So yeah, that any upsets happen in those other games, we could be playing more than one home game. All right. Well, we, we have, we've been yapping for long enough. We're going to let the people get back to their business. Thank you so much for coming on here, Chris. It was a, it was a fun conversation. Thanks for having gonna, me, man. I'm going to try to make road dog happen. That's your nickname now.
2: Uh, all right. Road dog. I'll, I'll <laughs> I can definitely
1: live with that. All right. Well, thank, thank everybody for listening. I, uh, I'm still Zach. You can still find me. Oh, Oh, big news! I finally got a Blue Sky invite, so you can now find me on Blue Sky at Zach W. Allen. Saying pretty much the same stuff I was saying on Twitter slash X now. Uh, (laughs) Ah. Thank you, guys. Uh, Vamos Morados. Bye, y'all.